The message I am about to share with you is one that will lead into communion. Uh, and so, would you allow God to please work in your heart by His Spirit? Uh, it's, it's so much easier for the Spirit of God to work in our hearts after a time of worship like this. To me, this has been a glorious time of worship today, and we honor the Lord. If I was to give this a title, I would call this No Place for Bitterness. No Place for Bitterness. Please look at Hebrews chapter 12. You've turned there already. And we're going to look at verse 14 and 15. It says there, pursue peace with all people. Now just stop there for a moment. God's word is filled with so many amazing nuggets. There is one right there. Pursue peace with all people. Isn't it so important that we endeavor, as far as it is up to us, to live at peace with others? God's word is so full of wisdom. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, verse 15, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. And here it comes, the emphasis for today. The second part of verse 15, it says, lest any root of bitterness. Those three words, root of bitterness, would you please say that? Root of bitterness. Can I have a little bit more level on my mic, please? Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. You know what? One of the reasons why I felt to speak about this today is we are in a time of an awakening spiritually in our nation at this point in time. It is in the early stages, but it is happening. It began to be declared prophetically in July this year by Dr. Keenan Bridges, who God sent to South Africa to then declare that further afield and, uh, well, actually on the ground here. And so there's the sense of the Spirit of God moving, of awakening and what God is doing. But you see, what is very important is that what is going on in our hearts is crucial. It says in John 7, 37, that out of the innermost being will flow rivers of living water. That's right down within your inner being flows the rivers of living water. And that refers not to uh, living water of salvation. It refers to the living water of the Spirit being poured out. But the thing is, if we potentially have bitterness in our hearts, and living water flows through what is there, what is gonna come out? It will be the bitter waters of Mora, if I could put it that way. And so I felt that this is necessary to speak about this because God wants the flow of the Spirit of God, which has been stirred up in your life and in my life at this point in time, to be flowing out of us, non-polluted, but in the purity and the holiness of God, the flow of the Spirit of God. And so it says there, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Let's ask ourselves a question for a moment, and let's, let's be honest. This is the question. 
and we're all asking it to ourselves today. Here it is. Am I perhaps bitter about something? Just let that sink in for a few moments. Am I perhaps bitter about something? Now, I'm sure most would probably say, of course not. No, no, absolutely not. No bitterness for me. But I wonder, upon deeper reflection, if there might not be a change of mind as we think about this a little bit more in depth. I'm not for one moment suggesting that everybody here has bitterness, not at all. But there may well be more than we think that are struggling in the area of bitterness. Realize this, bitterness can be very subtle. Bitterness can be very much hidden, especially at first in the early stages. So what is bitterness? It is a deep sense of resentment. It is ill feeling towards someone, some group, or something. That thing could be an organization. It could be a company. Now, if I was to give the example of retrenchment, there are many people that have been retrenched. And that's a very, very difficult test to go through. And if you have been retrenched, you might feel that in your heart an injustice was done to me. The only reason why I got retrenched is because management didn't do their job properly and it's been eating away at you and it's, and it's created a bitterness. You are bitter towards that company. And you don't wanna stay like that. Let me tell you, even just for your own sake, you do not wanna stay like that. Listen to the statement. No matter how long you nurse a grudge, it won't get better. <laughs> Sometimes you think, well, we just keep nursing it, nursing it. No, no, no. It, it has to be dealt with, removed, so that healing can come. I'd like to just mention a couple of things to you regarding bitterness. Here's one of the things. Bitterness brings trouble into our lives. Would you say the word trouble? Bitterness brings trouble. Do you realize that? Now, no one would knowingly invite trouble into their lives. But you know what? It will sneak in. The trouble will sneak in alongside bitterness. And then suddenly you begin to notice, well, I've got trouble in various areas of my life, and you don't know why. You're trying to figure this out. Now, I'm not saying that all trouble comes from bitterness. Trouble can come from many different things or bad choices, etc. but as sure as, you, as sure as Scripture tells us, there can be trouble directly related to bitterness. Maybe if you analyze any trouble that you're facing right now, you might find that actually, ah, it started off with bitterness. Verse 15 of our text today, the second part, I'll read it in the NLT, it says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you. And this tells me that if we will be careful to watch over our lives and not allow bitterness, there can be less trouble expected in our lives. 
Yes, always we're gonna have trials and temptations in this world. It's not utopia. Utopia or heaven is when we get to be with Jesus, okay? But bitterness brings trouble into your life. Another thing is that bitterness is actually like poison. And in that, it is very dangerous. Once again, verse 15, the second part says, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you. Have you ever thought of bitterness as being like poison? Well, I wanna tell you, it certainly is. If you think of the venom of a snake, the venom of a snake is poisonous. It can harm the body. So imagine a snake bites somebody in the foot. It's not just the fangs that go into the foot, but together with the fangs, there is the release of venom, which is extremely poisonous and dangerous and can be fatal, actually. And in verse 15, it says, and by this, referring to bitterness, this is in the New King James, it says, and by this bitterness, many have become defiled. Now, defiled is a pretty big word in terms of the severity of it. I don't know about you, but as I think of that word, I think to myself, I do not want any defilement in my life whatsoever. Does anybody agree? You say, I don't want any defilement in my life. Thanks for the 15 hands that went up. <laughs> you know what my dad used to say, don't let anything defile your spirit. My dad led a church for, Hatfield Church for well over 35 years and, and sometimes he would meet with pastors and leaders and they'd come to see him and my dad would realize, no, this guy is in a bad way. He's like bent out of shape. And my dad would say to him, listen, my brother, don't let, um, don't let, Anything defile your spirit. Very good advice. It just makes me realize how we need to guard our hearts. And do you know that guarding your heart is not something that you will stop doing until such time as you get to heaven and you see the Lord face to face. Part of our life is we encounter things that are upsetting, disappointing, people betraying you. And we have to guard our hearts in this situation because out of that flows the issues of life. Another thing about bitterness, listen here, it will spread throughout your entire life. Some of us might think, well, you know what, John? I'm a very disciplined person. I know how to compartmentalize things in my life, so I think I can allow a little bit of bitterness and it's not really going to affect me. I'll compartmentalize it. I'm very disciplined. You don't know me. And I'll keep it under control. I wanna tell you, you cannot do that. It's like saying concerning a snake bite, no, it's just gonna stay there by the foot or the toe. It, it, it does spread. It's, it's just what happens. And we don't want it to spread. Let me tell you, bitterness will not be pigeonholed. It will not be kept in that little place that you think you can keep it in. It will spread through an entire person's life and that's why it must be dealt with. And I believe that God is speaking to hearts today through what is being shared. And also the grace of God is being released because in a few moments time, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer where this is dealt with. 
It says in verse 15, the second part now from the message translation, it says, keep a sharp eye out for weeds of bitter discontent. There's the bitterness. A thistle or two gone to seed can ruin a whole garden in no time. So we need to be careful and realize that bitterness spreads. I wanna encourage you, child of God, would you realize, would you just imagine that your life is a garden, it's a beautiful garden, and your heavenly gardener, your father, Father God, is tending your garden, and he doesn't want these bitter roots to come in there. But I've realized in life that we have to cooperate with God to make sure we do not allow those things in our lives. Because God is trying to fashion us on the potter's wheel, but we have to cooperate. God is trying to work in your garden and remove things that are unwholesome, but we have to cooperate and we can. And by God's grace, stuff is gonna happen today in Jesus' name. Another thing about bitterness is listen to this. It is usually hidden at first and then reveals itself over time. Do you know that if your friend or your family member has bitterness, chances are, if it's in the early stages, you will not even know about it. You won't even know that they're bitter. But over time, you'll start to see these symptoms begin to come to the fore. Now, the Bible uses the expression root of bitterness. Take note of that word root. Would you please say root? root. Say it a bit louder. So a root of bitterness. Now, a root is typically not on top of the ground. Typically, a root is under the ground. It's hidden. It's secret. It's undiscovered. But you know what? Sooner or later, that root will begin to manifest itself. It's just one of the laws of God's principles. Listen to the statement. A bitter root will produce a bitter fruit. And so it's far better to deal with these things in the early stages. It's, it's more difficult to deal with in the later stages, but it can still be dealt with. Do you know that a small root can grow into a huge tree in a person's life? Bitterness will start out small, but if left unchecked, do you know that it can dominate the, the, the entire being of a person? They can be so bitter that they will not drive in that particular street because their friend lives there and they hate their friend and they're bitter towards their friend. They will not drive anywhere near their friend. It starts to poison their whole lives. And the process usually starts out with disappointment. That's what's first. Somebody does something to you and you're like, no, that's not lacquer. I, I don't like what they've done. You're disappointed. And then it grows into being resentment, which is more serious. Later on, it becomes full-blown bitterness. And then eventually, it leads to defilement of a person's spirit. So what is the cycle? It's simple. Uh, disappointment, resentment, full-blown bitterness, defilement. Let me say that again. This is the cycle. It starts off with disappointment, resentment, full-blown bitterness, and then defilement. And so a bitter root might seem relatively insignificant in the early stages, 
but it carries poison. Be warned, child of God. You do not want that in your heart. It must be uprooted. And I pray that by the Spirit of God, there comes a stirring right now in your heart that if this is an area that needs attention in your life, that there would come something rising up in you. It must be uprooted, and it will be uprooted today in Jesus' name. And so before we move into this prayer, I wanna say that Bitterness could be as a result of so many things, a myriad of things in our lives. But a couple of things that are more likely to cause bitterness is, it could be, you could be bitter as a result of an abusive childhood. You did not get the care, the nurture. Instead, you got the verbal abuse, the emotional abuse. You got the domination, the manipulation, and maybe even physical abuse it can produce tremendous bitterness. Another thing that can produce bitterness is divorce. Maybe all you wanted is for your mom and dad just to love each other. I mean, can't we stay together as a family? Can't we be together as a family? And you know that one of the two parties you felt was, well, you felt was more to blame and you began to get so bitter. Or maybe you've been through a divorce in your own life and you never wanted it. And actually, you may have done very little wrong and the person was unfaithful to you. Wow, that bitterness has to be dealt with, child of God. This is what the scripture says. Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many have become defined. You might be facing bitterness because you feel that God disappointed you. You were so praying so hard for that family member to be healed and for some reason they were not healed. Or maybe God led you to start a business and, and you had good years of your business prospering. It was going well, it was thriving and successful and now suddenly it's just been going down and down and down and you feel almost betrayed by God. You feel like there's a bitterness and you say, oh God, come on, God, why has this happened to me? The situations that we face that can lead to bitterness are very real. But I also wanna say the following to you, that we actually, whatever the case, we need to realize that we actually need to listen to this, repent of bitterness. Come on, child of God. We actually need to repent of bitterness. It is not okay. And that's why God is speaking to us today. And besides for repenting of bitterness, we actually also need to allow grace to flow and forgiveness to flow because this is the part, this is part of the culture of the kingdom of God that grace flows and mercy flows and forgiveness flows. And this is the way in which we're supposed to operate. And it says in Ephesians 4, verse 30 to 32, I'll just read it to you. It says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit. By the way, bitterness can grieve the Holy Spirit. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. And then it says, let all bitterness, say bitterness please. Let all bitterness, and then it mentions a couple of other things, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, be put away from you with all malice. And then it goes on. It says, and be kind to one another, tender hearted, 
forgiving one another. God, help us today to forgive, even as Christ forgave you. And so I find it fascinating, talking about not grieving the Holy Spirit, talking about looking carefully at bitterness and letting it be put away from you. And by God's grace, we are doing that today. So I wanna say to you, child of God, let's not allow an unforgiving spirit to be in us. God poured out his mercy. He poured out his loving kindness upon us. He lavished us with mercy. And he says, now you act like me even though they don't deserve it. Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. We forgive and we operate in likeness to Jesus. No place for bitterness. Please tell that to the person next to you. There's no place for bitterness. Tell them that. There's no place for bitterness. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gonna, I'd like to lead you in a prayer. This is a prayer and then we'll go straight into communion after that. And so this prayer I just typed up because it included all the necessary things. Also I wanna say you don't have to go dig and, and, and look for bitterness. If there is, the Spirit of God would have already made it clear to you. May I invite you to close your eyes please. Let's close our eyes, everybody. And I'm gonna invite you to pray this prayer quietly in your heart, not out loud. Phrase by phrase in your heart, this is to deal with bitterness and break its power. Pray this prayer quietly in your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, I need your help right now. I realize that I have allowed bitterness into my life and I'm sorry Lord I confess it to you I repent for allowing bitterness and I renounce it in Jesus name I choose to forgive those who have wronged me I choose to forgive them I choose to release this bitterness. And I choose freedom and wholeness in Jesus' name. Thank you that the prison breaks around me, Lord. And thank you that you forgive me and you cleanse me from all unrighteousness according to your word. I receive your cleansing and I receive your forgiveness now in the name of Jesus, amen.